Hi, and welcome to the Kaplan Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag, and with me today, once again, Chief John Fedema. Yeah, thank you for allowing me to be here. Allowing you to be here, saying, hey, Chief Durup, couldn't make it. I need you to come in again. That guy, uh, I got nothing to say right now. Really? I gave him a compliment the other day that uh, I thought he was doing very well. Yeah. And I'll have to retract that <laughs> because the uh, second time. Got to retract that publicly. Yes. No, no. This is this is very, this is recorded. Jonah just yeah. said it's being recorded. Yeah, it's recorded. And uh, yes, I'm going to retract that and uh, express my concern that uh, in his punctuality, right. in his scheduling. Well, and it, you know, one of the other things is the last couple of weeks, our ratings have been up some. So I thought, let's crash bring, them. Bring me, yes. Let's bring Thank them back down. That. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes. The, the tens of people that watch this. Yep. No, we'll bring it back down the reality. I wouldn't want you to get uh, too inflated in those views to think like, oh man, right. we've really got a head of steam. Well, here it, I am. You know, from the You Pick It uh, podcast that we did, uh, the video work, the editing that Jonah did was just fantastic. And so we have some ideas where we might be able to incorporate that again. <laughs> so that on occasion, we'll we'll have something that is... Uh, more interactive for people to see uh, as opposed to, I don't know. This? This. <laughs> Perfect. I did, you know, because I don't like watching myself mm. and I don't like listening to me. So yeah. I typically... Next two of us? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I typically don't watch the uh, the podcast, but I watched the You Pick It one because, um, again, the editing work was fantastic and I love watching yeah. the video and, and how Jonah put it together. But I don't know if I've said this publicly, but my uncle did one of those um, ancestry things. Sure. And he got all the stuff back and, you know, we're like a mutt mix of everything. But there was one section in there that said that uh, he had 87% more Neanderthal in him than the rest of the population. Nice. So it only equated to like less than 1% in total, but that's still 87% more than other people. <laughs> so when I was Makes watching the podcast last week and I looked at myself, I'm like, I see the resemblance. See, there it is. There's a slanted forehead. <laughs> there's the eyes, the nose. It's definitely, you can see the Neanderthal is still there. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. It is what it is. Well, I'm not going to disagree, but... Uh, yeah. I, I apologize for that. I mean, I should put a hat on. Yeah. I don't know. Now that my hair is really receding. Um, so, John, I thought we'd talk a little bit today uh, about the board meeting last night that you were unable to attend. Yes. And great idea. Since since you were unable to attend, I thought I'd, I'd share the pain. Okay, perfect. I'm kidding. There was no pain. It was good. Um, because you were at a birthday dinner last night, and I would just leave it there other than to say happy birthday, Becky. Yes. That's very wise. Yep. We're going to stop. Yep. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. No. Um, so we have talked on the podcast before that uh, the tax rate is going up this year, but we didn't know by how much. Yep. The original plan called for a two per two cent increase based on some of the costs, the, the expenditures that were predicted for the budget. Uh, we were looking somewhere between a two cent and a six cent actual increase. Mm -hmm. and, and it seemed like... Somewhere between three and six was most likely, um, and it was looking at six. Sure. Just be honest. It was looking at a six and increase. Uh, fortunately, some of the other numbers came in a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have a great partnership with YRMC for Community Paramedic that's yes. taking another step this next year. Yep. So that's good. Uh, a couple of the insurance numbers came in cheaper. 
not workers comp. That's still 105%. There's <laughs> nothing we can yeah. do with that. Um, so that allowed us to fit everything into the budget with a 3.8 cent increase. Yeah. Now, am I saying that that's great? No. I'm saying it's better than it could have been. I think our job as staff of this agency is to get out in front of it with the community and say, mm -hmm. yes, your rate was going up by virtue of the net assessed valuation. And then on top of that, we increased it 3.8 cents so that we could maintain our operating budget, which includes significant increases in fuel cost, workers' compensation, dispatched fees. Yeah. You name it, it's increased. Well, like you say, you look at our, our individual budgets, um, and you know, everybody's struggling right now. You look sure. at, like I say, just from fuel costs to, we were talking about groceries before we mm -hmm. even started this. Cheetos. Cheetos specifically, yes. Up $5. Yep. It's a horrible thing. But you look at all those costs are going up as for individuals, and that just translates to the agency itself. And you hate to be part of that increase, but at the same time, we have to look at how do we maintain service. Sure. Not like we're even... Um, you know, going too crazy as far as expanding that service, although that is something we have to look at next and how we're expanding that service. As the community grows, there are some limitations that, uh, you know, are put on us as a fire district that we have to overcome. And again, trying to trying to match the growth of the community with, uh, you know, staying out ahead of that plan. But that, that's a difficult thing. Well, and you, you have to strike a balance, too, for the employees, because if you look at the town of Prescott Valley, city of Prescott, the school district, the, the county. Yeah. There are increases in salary for, for every one of those agencies. And the reason is the cost of living in our area has skyrocketed. I mean, it has across the United States, but the housing market in our area has gone up exponentially. And our folks are being priced out of even the rental market. Yes. Well, it was interesting. I had been a week or two ago. Um, I had left the office and I was driving on Fane Road and there was a young man who was, uh, wasn't even hitchhiking. He was walking on the side of Fane Road. And, uh, so I pulled over and uh, offered him a ride mm -hmm. and, uh, he was heading to over towards Robert market and, uh, his car had broken down and he had, he was working, uh, uh working for a, um, landscaping company. So I drove him back and we talked on the way, you know, back right. and his car broken down, but his, he had a girlfriend, she was working, but like just the little bit of discussion with him on trying to make ends meet, you know, yeah. and obviously his car was broken, but he doesn't have a whole lot of options to get another one when you're looking at just the cost to live and to have a roof over your head is crazy right now. And obviously our own employees are dealing with that same challenge and uh, trying to find a healthy balance. Right. Well, and when we hire people, especially in the future, and we hire people who haven't lived here yet. Mm -hmm. So, now we're looking at people that are going to have to commute likely from the valley or some other area sure. where it's a little bit more affordable or at least rentals are more readily available. Yeah. Um, how do you attract them and then retain them up here? I mean, your, your culture goes a long way with retaining people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No doubt. But pay is a part of it. And uh, I'm good friends with the Scottsdale fire chief. And, and I would go out on a limb and say that, he tries to provide a similar environment to what we try to provide here at CAFMA, that family environment, that, that culture that makes you want to come into work. Mm -hmm. Well, if I have to live down in the valley, then why do I want to keep driving up to CAFMA sure. if I can get a similar culture here at Scottsdale oh, yeah. Fire Department, yep. right? 
And they're a, a fantastic agency. Yeah. So that's what we have to compete with. And it's no different than what the schools are dealing with. Oh, um, yeah. Law enforcement. I was out with Chief Tyser last night from Prescott Valley PD and had a great conversation. And we talked about the challenges of recruiting people for the area. Yeah. So with that, it, it, taxes are going up. We're just going to get out ahead of it and let you know. Um, no, I'm not trying to make you happy about it. I'm just trying to explain it so that you understand here's our increased costs and this is what we have to do in order to to meet the, the needs in order to keep the trucks running out of the stations. And if if fuel continues to go up, the $85,000 increase we put in the budget for fuel isn't yeah. going to come close no. to touching no. it. No. So, um, so when we talk about recruitment and retention, we, we talked about some of the challenges, but I think we've been discussing some potential opportunities um, to grow people in our area. And one of the things we're doing coming up on June 4th is we're going to have an emergency services job recruitment fair. And it's not necessarily that you're going to apply for jobs there, but you're going to get exposure to the different emergency services agencies that are in the area, as well as the training that you can get from Yavapai College yep. for EMS and for um, for fire. So we're going to bring this all together in one place, yep. June 4th at CARTA, uh, 9601 East Valley Road, uh, from 10 to 2. And you're going to have, I think, most of law enforcement represented there. Um, Good. Prescott Fire... Uh, Central Arizona Fire and Medical, they're reaching out across the, the mountain to the Verde Valley cool. and Good. seeing if any of the Verde Valley agencies want to come over, including Verde Valley Ambulance. Good. Uh, Priority Ambulance will be there and Prescott Regional Communication Center because we don't want to forget that part of emergency services does include our communication specialist. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a great opportunity for, I mean, any age at that point to right. come in and talk to the folks that are doing the work. Because you look at, um, you know, even what we are providing that day in terms of maybe a little demonstration from the car prop, you're going to have crews there who are doing the calls, right? Running the, the calls now, doing the work. They're going to be there to train, and uh, it's an opportunity for people to talk to them, find out what the job is like, um, and also start um, start talking to folks to open doors for yourself in the future. Right. I look at my own son. He's, 50, you know, 16 years old, driving trying to look at, okay, what does the end of high school look like? Am I trying to go to college? Uh, he likes to play sports, but at the same time, you better be talking to coaches if right. you want to go. This is no different. You're talking to the people that are out there doing the work and are part of a team, and you get to decide, like, do I want to be a part of that team? And you get to choose a, a, a bunch of different teams there, oh, like yeah. you say, from PRCC to the law enforcement to the ambulance services to the fire service. I think it's a great opportunity for people to kind of go and uh, talk directly to the men and women that are doing the job. Yeah. And and for me personally, I don't think you can go wrong in your choice. If you choose law enforcement, that is a great public service career with some great men and women that you get to work with. Yep. If you choose EMS, there are a variety of opportunities for paramedic and EMT. Oh, yeah. um, if you choose communication specialist, you're making a difference every day mm-hmm. when you're in the dispatch center. And then if you're looking at a fire department, whether it's us, whether it's Prescott Fire, whether it's uh, one of them in the Verde Valley, it's just a good career, a good oh, yeah. profession to get into. And so 
we want parents to bring kids out yep. on, on June 4th uh, to talk to the different folks and yep. look at the different disciplines and see what the opportunities are for the future because they might be brighter than you think. And, <laughs> and hopefully true. we can start engaging and getting interest in public service again, yeah. which seems to have been lost. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. It's definitely been harder to, uh, you know, recruit and I right. wouldn't say even as retain, obviously we've, we've lost some folks to different careers along the way, but, um, yeah, just the recruitment has definitely, and I think some of it is just exposure, right? At, um, different times of, the uh, you know, in history, obviously there's exposure that is different for a variety of reasons. 9-11 was a huge exposure right. to the public service, military, uh, law enforcement, fire service. But, um, I think we got to do a better job and we've talked about that mm -hmm. on exposing even the kids. I mean, we'd love to, to gather, you know, more opportunity for the, the families and the kids that live here now right. to come and train and test and seek employment. But we'd love to keep those folks that are local come apply. Yeah. And obviously, um, any folks that are outside that want to come in. Great. Some of the challenge obviously coming from the outside is just the uh, opportunity to find housing these days. So hopefully yes. we can continue, you know, as a community to grow that opportunity. But, um, yeah, there's a challenge. Build some yurts. Build some yurts. Yurts. Jonah, huh? that's a brilliant idea. We, we just need property yurts. to put yurts on. I got some. Yep, there we go. <laughs> we, I can fit some yurts in my backyard. Yeah. I don't know what they look like, but we could get one in. <laughs> I'm sure. It, you know, it, it, Challenges tend to, if you if you respond to them correctly, turn into opportunities. Sure. So I think that this is forcing us to take a look internally and say, what is it about this profession that we really enjoy? Mm -hmm. What is it about this organization that people really like? And let's get that information out there. And that's sure. why, like in our new promotional video, you really don't see a lot of fire and firefighting activity, but you do see... Captain Postula working the drone. Yeah. You know, you do see uh, Chief Abel next to one of the touchscreen mm -hmm. uh, monitors in the battalion chief office moving people around. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of cool aspects, for oh, lack yeah. of a better term, uh, to what we do besides just those occasions where we run a structure fire or a major motor vehicle crash. Yeah. Because they, let's face it, they... They happen, and they're unfortunately happening with more frequency up here. Sure. But that's not your daily occurrence, typically. Yeah. Yeah, we've been, I'm going to say lucky. Lucky is a bad way to do it. We right. To say it. Um, but the crews have certainly been busy with a lot of uh, fire activity and a lot yes. of, like say, accidents. Um, they've been doing a great job, but it, it, it's definitely increased. Um, seems like this last uh, few months, but uh, there's always highs and lows. Right. But again, like I say, that, that still is a small percentage of the overall day. Some of the day is spent cleaning and, uh, you know, just sure. making sure that the crews are prepared, training. Obviously, yeah. uh, that is a huge part. And, that, you know, it's highlighted in that video as well. Just a crew is training out there at uh, Carta, using the car prop and the training tower. So I think all that is stuff that is fun if you like doing that. Right. You know, it's interesting because it, you, you think that the lights and sirens are the exciting part. But, man, in my career, I've met some very interesting people. When, when we've responded to their homes. Oh, yeah. You know, some some elderly folks that just have some amazing stories and mm -hmm. history, and you see things hanging on their wall, and you're like, you were part of that? Yeah. I, it, it, you get to meet them, and not everybody who calls 911 has a 
true what you would consider an emergency. Sure. Um, but to them it is. And sometimes you, you take care of whatever the problem is and you have the opportunity to sit and just visit for a few minutes, which is sure. something that helps them and it's a great learning and growth opportunity for you yep. to learn more history and carry that forward. So I don't know. I've, I've had a lot of that in my career, and that's something that I've enjoyed mm-hmm. um, thoroughly uh, is responding to those calls where I get to just sit and visit with someone. Yeah, yep, for sure. So, um, again, June 4th, 10 to 2, Carta, 9601 East Valley Road. Um, we're all going to be out there. Uh, I think we're going to have some hot dogs and hamburgers, so food. Uh, We're working on a bounce house. Chief Rose, we need that. Uh, But I I think it's going to be a good event with a lot of partners from the area. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be great. Then we need to do a a thing for Jonah and Tech Services. We can show people climbing towers or whatever. (laughs) There you go. You know, (laughs) sticking their fingers in light sockets. Yeah, turning the computer on and then off again to make sure you reset it so it yeah. works again. Yeah. I mean, did you try this off and then re- restarting? I it? did the hard restart, John. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> One time the computer had been was off. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't. They me. did. They did this. They did part of it. Then they turned it off. They just didn't turn it back on. Yeah. yeah. There's two parts to it. It's difficult. But there's those pluggy things too that you yeah. put in the wall sometimes yeah. that people forget. But difficult. Yeah. It. So ultimately, uh, tentative budget is done. Uh, we are looking okay going into next year. Sure. Um, I do want to put this out there, though, because I said this at the board meeting last night, and I think the public needs to hear it, too, and our folks need to hear it. You and I have talked about it. We are going to be asking for a tax increase next year again, and the reason is we need to start next year hiring four new firefighters a year over a period of three years to put up a, a another 24-hour engine mm-hmm. to address the call load. Sure. And like you say, mm-hmm. we've, we kind of made this plan a while back, and um, the call volume is only added to the justification right. behind doing that. And you look at uh, a variety of things from the call volume to the unit hour utilization of some of our crews to the response reliability of some of our crews. All of it's pointing to we need we need personnel in there. We need engines in there the effective response force on some of our, our right. uh, calls. Um, we know we just did our ISO review, which mm-hmm. is for the insurance, and uh, we're we're continuing to see that as uh, highlighted for us that we, we need to continue to expand. Yeah. And obviously some of the challenges, the financially making that work. And we can see that today, yeah. and, and we kn- we have an idea where the data is is pointing yep. for three years from now. And, and quite honestly, uh, and – Three, four more years when we get everybody hired, I think we're still going to be a little behind. Oh, yeah. Um, And the fact of the matter is when we put that additional engine company on, they're going to likely have to run a dual station Mm -hmm. because it's like $6 million to build a fire station. So it looks expensive these days. Yeah, very. And and we can't – we don't have the capacity just to add that to the tax rate. And our community doesn't have the capacity. So the only option we have to fund – that infrastructure is, well, right now would be a bond. Um, however, I'm going to start saying this publicly more often. I think development needs to start paying for development. And what I mean by that is if developers have significant projects planned that include four, five, ten thousand 10,000 homes mm-hmm. where there's two developments coming together, 
then somebody needs to build the fire station and it's not us. Sure. <laughs> um, because the only reason we need to cover that for that increased volume is because of what you developed here. Sure. And the reality is the developer can build that fire station cheaper than we can. Mm -hmm. And so if you just turn over the key and, and that's not getting off scot-free because the station's a one-time infrastructure yes. cost. Yeah. The $2 million worth of equipment and the $1.5 million annually worth of personnel we have to put in there, and that's in today's dollars, yeah. is an ongoing cost to us. Yep. Like you say, it's trying to create those partnerships to right. where we can we can create that opportunity to where it lessens the blow and uh, allows us to be in there sooner. Because otherwise, right. you know, if it's trying to – the caps that are on fire districts make it very difficult to add to that growth. Right. Even though the, gro the community is growing – we don't get to add that capacity to it. Yeah. We are very much capped because of that. Well, and, and one of the gubernatorial candidates I talked to uh, is heavily involved in real estate development. Mm -hmm. And so I mentioned to her the cost of building infrastructure for us. And she said, why aren't the developers paying for it? And I said, well, that's a valid question. <laughs> and so she offered to sit down with me at some point. And I'm going to reach out to her campaign and talk to him. And, and talk, she's going to share with me the tools that developers can use mm -hmm. to help cover those costs of the stations. But something has to happen to help us be able to maintain a level of service that's adequate for this area as it grows. Yeah. And that, that's the bottom line. So we're putting, we put a lot out there this week already that's, hey, we increased your taxes. Hey, we need a way to pay for personnel. We need to figure out a way to pay for fire stations. Why do I have to be in here for these ones? Um, I don't know. I think you have a nicer face than me. Yeah, I think you should bring people Cody like or you. Dave or somebody else in here for Cody for just looks angry. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't want to set people off. All right. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I, I, I think I figured out why our ratings are so low when I'm in here. Eh. <laughs> I I think we just I get have to, boring topics when you and I yeah, are together. Yeah, say taxes and yeah. yeah, good times. Yeah. Jonah, quit laughing. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we're going to close it out. Uh, we're going to keep this one shorter this week. I think that's the best way to go. Yep. And again, happy birthday, Becky. And please hit like and subscribe. Uh, watch the channel. Listen uh, on the podcast platforms and look for some entertaining stuff coming up. Mm -hmm.